After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter, and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Import, Chicago, Illinois. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Deuce and more. and more. Deuce and more, they tell you what they know. Deuce and more, deuce and more, deuce and more, the podcast that you know. Hey, welcome into the Deuce and Mole podcast on a Thursday night after 10.30 p.m. And for the fifth straight night in Sacramento, a purple beam has been launched into space. The Kings have won five in a row, eight of ten after an 0-4 start. They do what good teams do, win games they're supposed to do. get on the home floor. They beat the Spurs tonight by putting up just 130 points, handling business against San Antonio 130-112. to I'm Deuce Mason. That's Morgan Reagan. How you doing, Mo? You know I'm good. I just feel so many different emotions. <laughs> well, express them. It's okay to express your emotions. I am. I think I am. I, I like. I'm just on a wave of emotions, man. Feels good. Feels amazing right now yeah. to see how this team is playing and responding. Right tonight, they got to a really, really nice start, and I think the game got a little too close to comfort for some tonight. But I thought the Kings handled business. They closed the end of the third well, and. They get a home win. That That's what was so great about this because you understand, we all understand and have seen how the NBA works. It's a game of runs. And what we've seen in the past from King squads is that when other teams go on those runs, the Kings never respond. Never, but they were never taught how to respond the right way or manage how to get back into it and make those adjustments the right way. The adjustments are being made and they keep doing things right and it's in game, on the fly. That's what good teams do in this league. I love it. After the game was tied at 82, the Kings finished the game outscoring San Antonio 48 to 30. Mm. Third quarter, mm. it's tight, it's 82 apiece. Yeah. And De'Aaron Fox says, "All right, let's stop. Let's stop dicking around here." That's what he gets he a couple of jumpers. He finds Malik Monk in the corner for a three. All of a sudden, 
it goes from 82, 82 to 89, 82 entering the fourth quarter. And then the Kings just ran away with it. What a fourth quarter. The fourth quarter numbers are absurd. And San Antonio still got theirs in the fourth. They scored 30 points. Sacramento outscored them 41 to 30 in the fourth on 15 of 19 shooting. That's just under 79%. They were three of five from three, 12 assists, and two turnovers in that fourth quarter. And they win 130 to 112. Uh, when you look at this game as a whole, what or who jumps out to you immediately? Ah, um, I mean, I already mentioned the in-game adjustments, but I, I, I guess I want to go back to Malik Monk again and the spark that he Man. adds, especially Man. off the bench. There's so many things I want to to be like what jumps out to me, but we'll start with Malik Monk and just truly another over 20-point game, 26 points yeah. for him. He finished up with still grabbing four boards, but three from nine. Uh, from three-point land. I got him four of nine on my box score. You might have to refresh oh, yours. four of nine. Yeah. God, how about read a number correct, Morgan? But truly, Deuce, it was some of those threes that he was hitting were so special, so so energetic. And that's where Malik Monk comes in and just makes certain plays that you're like, it adds so much more than just the points at times. He is an early six-man-of-the-year candidate. And I, I've seen some early stuff from people. I think the Ringer did a piece. Monk wasn't even mentioned. But he has been so productive for the Kings. Yeah. And he'll have some nights where he's kind of quiet. But he comes out with an energy every night. And sometimes it's a roller coaster with him. He's going to take some questionable shots, some heat check stuff. But you like it because he's trying to play the right way. Right. He can get super hot and he can play make. What a pickup by Monty McNair. Truly. And, and you're, you're feeling that chemistry that he has with De'Aaron Fox, right? And I feel like that's starting to be contagious and bleed into other other teammates and, and how they go about things on the floor. When one of your best players is having fun out there, that's also going to be contagious. Malik Monk talked about playing basketball in the post game and was talking about it's basketball. It's fun. And you can feel that people at home can feel that people at golden one center tonight could feel that. It's a spirit that this team has lacked. <laughs> yeah. Or yes, has right? not been there ever. Yes. Having a presence like him and a guy who can play that, that to me is, is so that combo significant it is and he is built on what he did last year in a role with the lakers his connection with fox but it's also just his it, connection with the offense he plays the right way and I, I feel like what's so interesting about this king's team early on is on a night kevin herter has seven points sabonis has 16 mm -hmm. it's just like every night there's a guy who steps up and last game was fox was kind of a quiet night yeah terrence davis stepped up in a big way during this nice run, winning 8 of 10, it seems like there's always someone who's stepping up, which to me shows the depth of this team. That's exactly it, Deuce. And, and it shows that all these guys 
truly trust each other and that the egos are set aside and they don't give a damn who it is that's going to step up. They don't give a damn if it's going to be TD on mm, national television mm. or Malik Monk every Wednesday or whatever the hell it's going to be. It's exciting that these guys are trusting each other, enjoying playing with each other. And another thing just going off of what Malik Monk, you talked a little bit about what he was last year and then coming into really finding his true self and identity with this team. I think he was more of that like, hey, I got to catch and shoot for LeBron. Like he's going to collapse the defense and I just got to be here. With De'Aaron, you know that he's going to collapse the defense and you're going to be there. You saw Malik Monk have a big three um, there at the end where, you know, De'Aaron drove, pass it out to Malik Monk for a three. But it's not only that. He's capable of understanding That's if a, a guy point. is closing out on him, he's going to play make. He's making the right play, playing like a smart high IQ guy. Morgan, I'm sorry. The chat's brought up an Whew. amazing point what? that I have to get to. Shout out to people watching us live. If you're here, the biggest thing you could do is hit the thumbs up button and subscribe. We're chasing 10,000 subs, and we are getting closer and closer. So hit the thumbs up. That helps our Thanks. channel grow. Last night, chat, we got 1,000 thumbs up, which was awesome. Unfortunately, the chat's lured us to something. They're not sure the Kings win is official because... We haven't initiated uh, the, the laser, if you don't mind. Arm the laser. I'm in the laser. Begin laser ignition. Fire the laser. Thank you. Thank you, Kingsway. All right. Ah! Someone, someone screamed behind me, do that on air. Do that. I'm like, I'll break the microphone. I, I think no, I'll get in trouble. I'm sorry. You need to do that on NBC Sports California. Okay. Yes. Let, let, okay. I'll yes. I, I think my you producer, do, Anthony, who's amazing, would love for that to happen. Yeah. I mean, you're Matt. You'll, be doing, ears. That, you'll be doing that on Sunday for sure. Yeah. Oh. Have that on Sunday. <laughs> Sunday. We'll ask around. Light the beam. Fire the laser. Hey, you should be hitting that thumbs up after getting that, guys. <laughs> Appreciate you guys so much for being here tonight. Thanks, yeah. Guys. You mentioned Malik Monk. He was such a good catch and shoot guy last yeah. year with the Lakers, right? Yeah. 40-ish percent from three, 40% as a catch and shoot guy. But you're right. He's able to do so much more in Sacramento that highlights his game. The same with Kevin Herter. Mm. And I know tonight wasn't his night at all, right? Sure. Three of 11, one of five from three. Plays 34 minutes, 7.6 assists, though. Herter's been able to show so much more in Sacramento than he did in Atlanta. Yeah. And, you know, just talking to people around the team, I, I heard something interesting today. I kept hearing the word King's culture. I'm like, huh. That the okay. front office throws around King's culture a lot. Okay. And it's something they're trying to establish here. Ooh. You know, you hear heat culture so much, right? Mm -hmm. King's culture is getting high IQ guys and great guys who want to play for each other. And... Is that how they're identifying it? You're seeing that. You are. Group, right? You are. You're seeing a group that wants to play with each other. That... Hey, Terrence Davis is a great example. Terrence Davis started tonight. No Keegan Murray, lower back soreness. Rashawn Holmes uh, missed a game with a non-COVID illness. But because Keegan's out, all right, Terrence Davis is going to get in the starting lineup. Terrence Davis played a big role the other night. Davis played 14 minutes tonight. Right? Just a different role for him tonight. He was right. two of seven, five points. But other guys find ways to step up. I mean, you talk about the bench. We'll give Fox his love in a second. Sure. 
But Trey Lyles comes in place, gives you 14 points off the bench, playing aggressive against his former team, oh, trying to shove it up Pop's aggressive. ass. Aggressive. The oh, way that he threw it down oh, on that one dunk, just stared. It was so fun to see, just like you're saying, the bench all together, but like someone like Trey Lyles coming out aggressive. We see when he gets his touches and when he gets his flow and his rhythm, he can make things happen. He's efficient in his minutes, and that's been pretty consistent and exciting to see but i feel like these guys it, the identity of their bench too is is stay ready stay ready be present because it could be you that mm -hmm. needs to step up and by stepping up it does not mean chucking up the ball and just trying to take over on the offensive end being ready and staying present is being there for your entire team because the things you can accomplish in a team sport when you play together Pretty amazing. Metu's a great example of that. We mm. talked about him a lot lately. Again, tonight, 10 points for him, 4-4 four four against his former team, too. So that probably felt good for Metu. I mean, it's it's been fun to see different guys step up to the plate. I thought Davion Mitchell tonight played some outstanding defense. You know, he's trying to deal with Vassell, who's going to get his. Vassell's having a really good year. He's got a size advantage. Davion's a dog. Dude, he just gets after that shit. Davion was up in his grill. Yes. And not only that, the way that the, the Kings fans responded to the way that he was playing defense was just beautiful. The appreciation was there and everyone was just going wild because you, you feed can off feel. That. Yes. yes. And I asked him about that even after the game. Oh, because, you know what? Uh, <laughs> screw this. Let's get to the video. So Davion Mitchell joined Morgan. Uh, Morgan Reagan and uh, Matt Barnes on the set on NBC Sports California after the game. Here's a portion of that chat. Well, you definitely did a great job of bringing the energy. This season has been a little up and down from you as far as minutes and consistent minutes. But every time you get out there, I think you're trying to find a way to make it happen. Sometimes you need to be the leading scorer. Tonight, not many points offensively, but just causing havoc in that second half on the defensive end, sparking that energy and sparking the run you guys had in the fourth quarter. Talk to just kind of Wherever he puts you, you're going to try to produce no matter what. Yeah, I mean, I think that's the, the, the thing about our team. We got depth. I mean, everyone, everyone can score the ball. Everyone can make plays for each other. So, I mean, we got a lot of good players on our team. So, I'm just trying to go out there and just play a role, do something so I can impact the game and just get a win. Dude, he gets after it, man. And it's no surprise that he brings it that way. But that that is infectious. It is. It, uh, how you know how many times have we talked about hey can he set that tone and build that culture on the defensive end we talked about that a lot last year but you can only do so much as an individual right and especially when he's not the star player on this squad so how else is he going to make the team better well better defenders individual defenders started stepping up and the roster got a little better. Oh, the coaching staff got better and started bringing a different type of defensive intensity out of guys. So then now when you add Davion Mitchell in that mix, it's like guys are truly understanding. Oh yeah, that's the standard. They've set a great standard. Mm -hmm. What a response after an 0-4 start. Some of the numbers during this five-game winning streak are absurd. Over the last 10, pretty special too. But specifically tonight, after they put 153 points on the Cavs, I have to be honest, going into today, I was a little concerned just about a letdown factor. Sure. It, it's not just like a Sacramento thing. This happens in the NBA. You come off a huge win, national TV, everyone in the NBA is talking about you. People in the NBA at Universe are talking about the beam 
you're a story. People are talking about the Kings right now in the NBA, and for good reason. But it could go away pretty fast if you have a letdown. The next game at home against San Antonio, playing without one of their better guys. People say it's a fluke. Exactly. They handled business tonight. And that's what good teams do, right? Like, even when the Kings were good, I know it seems like uh, 25 years ago they were good, but there'd be stretches, uh, uh, the 60-win teams, uh, 60-win Kings, you'd be like, God, why are they letting this team hang in the games? at the end? And guess what? They would close the right way. Yeah. And Sacramento is closing the right way. And, and I'm still ready for the upsets oh, and times. Sure, for, it's going to happen. It's it, going to happen. It's, it's the NBA. There's a lot of games. It's going to happen. But the fact that it keeps not happening so consistently early on has been just such a dream come true such a such a such a joy to this city to to have a a roster full of basketball players that not only look like they're having fun believe that they're having fun but look so competitive so competent out there it's just what we wanted in the city so after that performance yeah. on offense last game they shoot 57.8% tonight. They were 40% from three, 12 of 30. 22 of 24 from the free throw line, 91.7%. They had 28 assists in the game and 12 turnovers. And that was after a sloppy start. It felt like uh, they were getting a little sloppy at times. That's a good final number. I love how they're playing right now. The offense has had to have exceeded everyone's expectations, at least this early. Like, I thought this offense was going to be good, but we're talking about literally one of the best offensive teams in basketball right now. I don't think anyone was expecting it to be like, well, I, that's a lie. I'm sure Mike Brown and his staff felt like it could be exactly uh, that. He said after the game, though, he goes, I knew we were going to be good offensively because I know we can shoot it. Yeah. I did not think we'd be this good this fast. Well, there you go. And it's, again, it's the buy-in, you guys. It's Matt Barnes also talked about this on post-game. He goes, he's like, you've played basketball before. You understand if you t are touching the ball, you feel involved. Every guy is touching the basketball. So not only are they working their ass off on the defensive end, they're trusting one another on the offensive end and going, okay, if I pass this around, I'm getting the ball back. And I don't want to bring up old stuff because everything's good right now, but thinking about an old player even last season where it was like, touches his hand, it's going to be out. And so then when that feeling came along, other guys would start chucking it up. Don't bring it up. No, it, it definitely can suck the life out of a yes. team, right? You the know, it life. Be, it could be deflating, right? Yes. You have a good defensive possession, and maybe there's a bad shot the other way, right? Those are the things that add up, and that wears on a team. Great stat from Trevor in the chat. What? That rhyme. Great stat from, from Trevor, Trevor in, in the, the chat. chat. Um, the last time the Kings won six in a row, they have a chance to do that Sunday against the Pistons, uh -huh. was the 0405 season. I don't even know if that's right, but it sounds right. <laughs> Trevor, thank you for that stat. Appreciate you guys for being here tonight. Make sure to hit the thumbs up button and subscribe. Thanks, everyone. Morgan, I want to throw, I know I throw out a lot of numbers at times, but yeah, you do. the last five games are 5-0. and oh. You want to know some of their numbers during this yes. five-game winning streak Hell and yeah. how, where they rank in the NBA? Okay. Kings, during the, this five-game winning streak, they're number one in offensive rating. They're number one in true shooting. They're number one in effective field goal percentage. They're number one in points per game at 130. They're top four in field goal percentage and three-point percentage. They're number one in assists. They're number five in free throw percentage. They're number six in pace. 
and maybe my favorite number mm. during this five game winning streak. Mm-hmm. They're 16th in defensive rating. Whoa, you have that one right this time? Confirmed. Confirmed. You probably checked that one like seven times. Wow. Well, that's what's so exciting about this, Deuce, because teams knew that this was going to be a solid offensive team. So, like, going into playing the Sacramento Kings, okay, they can they can put up numbers. Look what they're doing. But also, it's the way that they're being efficient, making their shots, passing the ball around. Defensively, just seeing that improvement in being toward the middle of the league in defense. You want a bigger sample size? Give me the bigger sample size. How about the last 10 games? Okay. Where the Kings are 8-2. and two. Only loss is Miami Golden State. Uh-huh. They're number two in offensive rating and number 19 in defensive rating over the last 10 games. This team is getting better. They're having better defensive moments. They may never be a lockdown defensive team, but the fact that there's a five-game sample size where they're number 16 in defensive rating, if you have an elite offense, you have the middle of a pack defense, you're going to be a good team, and you're going to win a lot of games this year, and it's going to be exceed a lot of people's expectations. This team may not have, oh, my God, unbelievable lockdown defensive players. Yeah. Davion's such a great on-ball defender. But they play enough good team defense, and De'Aaron Fox has taken such a drastic step defensively. So active with oh. his hands, the way that he's getting up, and guys, the way that he's navigating screens when they're coming at him, like his ability to fight over, his ability to stay with guys, stay square, jersey to jersey, it makes all the difference because then you have, you, you're still lacking your rim protection, right, in the paint, but it allows your bigs to do so much more if you're doing your job along the perimeter. Fun shit, man. I think Kevin Herter's had some nice moments defensively. He's just a good team defender. I, I actually think Sabonis deserves more credit for what he's able to do defensively at times. He's not going to block a ton of shots. And Jeremy Sohan tonight when he threw that ball in. He didn't touch the rim. I don't call it a dunk. But when he threw that ball oh my in God. and then... Uh, Mike Brown ended up challenging it. That was pretty crazy, too. Um, looking at some of the other final numbers, I thought HB had another nice out. And when they need some buckets, get to the free throw line, be aggressive. He did that. And again, after a slow start, he's starting to put some nice things together. He gives you 16 tonight. He gets to the free throw line eight times, makes seven of eight. Encouraging. Yeah, eight rebounds. You know, he's someone that you can depend on to get those boards. He's been super aggressive um as of late on the glass and that's just something else that the kings need i love that guys are willing to do so much more on the floor and they're not just looking for theirs on the offensive end they're going okay what else can i do how else can i be efficient out here on the floor because they understand that that is the only way they're going to get their minutes right it's not about being the guy scoring the most points it's not about hitting every single open three when you're in the corner because if you're not hitting that what else can you accomplish to get the game going, to get the game going for the entire squad? You know who we have not talked about enough tonight? Who? who? The guy. Who? The guy who's going to have a legit chance at an all-star berth this year, although this oh. competition is stiff. Let's do it. De'Aaron Fox. 20, All the love. 28 points for him in this game. He missed four shots, 11 of 15. He was two of three from three. He made all four of his free throws. Mm-hmm. He also had eight assists, and he did not turn the ball over tonight. Dude, it's just the way that he is playing a complete game at times. Even in his 
I forget what game it was when he didn't have every single stat line filled up, but other guys were stepping up. It's still his presence on the floor seems like so much more of a threat on both ends of the floor than it has been his entire career. It is so exciting to see not only his shot in the mid-range game, and I will share Will Z's stat when I find it because his mid-range numbers are pretty insane, but it's also also the way that he knows how to just go downhill and attack and create so much chaos in the paint that teams are having to pay so much more attention to him on the offensive end. I'm looking at Will Z stats too to scroll through and see if there's anything. Here we go. Uh, he Will Z has this stat. Fox has really upped his mid-range production lately during the four-game winning streak. This is coming in tonight. He's shooting 58% from mid-range, three of three tonight. Just a lethal combo with finishing mm. skills at the rim. The other interesting stat he had is Sabonis and the free throws. That was a, a concern a bit. Um, Sabonis has made 36 of his last 40. Wow. That's 90%. Shout out to the big fella who also tonight hit a three. All of a sudden, Sabonis is hitting some threes. Dude, you guys, when things are going well, just everything falls together. So again, when things aren't going to well or aren't going to go well, how will this team respond? How will individuals respond with their own play? But also how will they respond as an entire team? You're seeing some depth. You're seeing guys being able to step up off the bench. Some good stuff. Yeah, Luke. In the chat brings up a great one. He says, loved when Davion was clamping up and he yelled at De'Aaron to pick up as well and De'Aaron forced a turnover. Someone else mentioned, I love that moment too. That was their favorite moment of the game. So yeah, CJ mentioned that. No, it's great vibes right now. And you look at just specifically this game and this stretch too. They got together. And De'Aaron's, his confidence is, he is so in control. Yeah. Like shooting threes. With confidence, uh-huh. getting to his mid-range shot, he's that turnaround jumper he's got in the mid-range is nasty. In every way in life, it's crazy when you're at a job and you have the right leadership around you. Whether it's positive vibes, whether it's someone knows how to communicate Wait, with you the, the right way. Are we to the point of the podcast where we slobber over Mike Brown oh, for 10 minutes? Wait, is that the 1103? T- okay, all right, yes. Right, gosh, we're almost all right, late. Guys, on this. So here we go. <laughs> okay, so Mike Brown is the best thing to ever happen to everyone in Sacramento. Kind of true. But I truly believe, like, whenever we do talk about De'Aaron Fox's success right now, Absolutely. It's all the hard work he's been putting in, all the changes he's been making with everything in his life. But it's also like the way that you have a solid leader and manager to, to lead a group and to be that guy to help and communicate to a group. And it's the right guy. That's what's happening with Mike Brown. And I think he deserves that love. And I don't think I've ever given this much love to a coach in the NBA unless it's been truly like a culture, right? Uh, Ty uh, Ty Lue and the way that he makes his in-game adjustments as a coach or Eric Spolstra and what he could get out of guys. Greg Popovich, same thing, right? Steve Kerr, the greats. But with Mike Brown, you're just seeing some great stuff coming out of him. I feel like I'm going to end up repeating myself when I talk about Mike Brown so much, but it's just such a significant 
they they were faced with a big decision. And if you believe it was close, I don't know of how close it was. But if it really got down to Mark Jackson and Mike Brown, wow. And all the people <laughs> I mean, and all the people that still talk about Mark Jackson and it's like, why didn't you? And it's like, why didn't all these other teams? Yeah. But no. But my point to-, to that is Mike got a rap like, oh, he doesn't coach offense. And I I always push back on when some people try to label coaches a certain way because the best coaches adapt to how the game's played today. Yeah. They evolve with the pieces on their team. Like Michael Malone got a rap in Sacramento. I was, oh, he's a defensive-minded coach. He doesn't – it's like, well, he doesn't have a ton of shooting here, and he's got, like, a big guy in DeMarcus. Yeah. Like, they're going to play a little different style. They're not going to run up and down the floor. You have to – the best coaches can evolve with the talent on their roster, and they got to change, right? Greg Popovich is a great example of that. He was on some ugly-ass Spurs teams that would grind you out. And then he was part of some of the sexiest offensive mm. teams with the San Antonio Spurs when they went to those back-to-back finals against Miami yep. winning one. Brown has evolved. He was a young coach then. And I think, to his credit, he went to Golden State with an open mind and being around those guys and seeing how they operated taking the good, but also taking the bad. I think the best people in your situation, take good, but learn from the mistakes. Learn from your own mistakes. Look in the mirror. He looked in the mirror. He had a chance to become the Clippers head coach at one point. He interviewed for that job. They end up giving it to Ty Lue. Ty Lue's an amazing coach. He waited a long time to get this next opportunity, but it was almost like the perfect thing. And I think his ability to connect with players on a deep level, but also hold them accountable. He's a player's coach, in my opinion, but he gets in the guys. And look, everyone has to be on board for it to work. But to me, it starts with players around the league, especially guys who have been around a bit. They've been coached by a lot of players or they have seen how other coaches operate. They could smell a fraud. You know, you could smell, you know, you could smell like, uh, is this, do I really trust this guy? Is this guy believable? Yeah. Does he know his stuff? And that's in every walk of life. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So you have to, you have to have your shit together. Mike Brown has it. He, he has the respect because he's won at a high level in the NBA when he's had the opportunity. Mm-hmm. He's won championships with the Warriors. He puts guys in a position to succeed. And the evidence is there. You follow this, we can have success, and that's why the Kings, to me, are having success. The players have completely bought into him, and you mentioned this multiple times. I'm saying it too. This is the we can talk about Herder, we can talk about Monk, we can talk about Fox's jump, we can talk about drafting Keegan Murray or even the trade for Sabonis. The biggest move that they made was hiring Mike yes. Brown and yeah. the staff he has put together. It's been tremendous, and and, and that's why when we talk about. De'Aaron Fox and what he's been able to accomplish. It also has to do with Mike Brown and his coaching staff, um, putting him in the best position possible to capitalize on his skill set at such a different level that other coaches weren't getting out of him. And that's talking about both ends of the floor. And that's why so many great things are happening. I just, I, I just know it's fun watching fun basketball, but it's even more fun watching smart, fun basketball, right? You're high IQ players, but also players that you're seeing learning 
from a great coaching staff how to play basketball the right way. Turn the fucking jets off! Turn the fucking jets off! <laughs> Let's give some love to everyone watching us live late on the Thursday night as we creep closer to a Friday morning. Shout out to everyone here on YouTube. Make sure you hit that thumbs up. That Get that to like 500, please. Let's get that going. Also, make sure you subscribe. We also, Morgan, need to give some super chat love right here, right now. Shout out to Joshua. He donated five bucks. Sacramento King donates five and says, Fox and Monk took the game over. Mike Brown is coaching his tail off. Uh, I Yeah, he absolutely is. And he's pushing all the right buttons right now. Bad News Sour Grapes donated two bucks. Saying Thanks, ready guys. for Bagley, LOL, should be fun on Sunday. Hey, it's the revenge game. Be ready for it. What What's the bigger subplot going into the Pistons okay. game? Oh. Marvin Bagley mm-hmm. returning to Sacramento. Jaden Ivey playing in Sacramento. I'm going to go, people get the hell over the Marvin Bagley stuff. Um, I think Jaden Ivey, if anything, would be the bigger thing especially seeing keegan <laughs> what's happening to him lately with everything going on with sickness his family and yeah. then the back it's you know it's tough to see and there's still people who will make those comments because they don't believe in the product that they are seeing with the sacramento Kings. so you'll see that with Jaden ivy but at the same time it's just lock him down change his game up and as far as bagley goes one, he will get some booze. Like, there's no doubt about it. And unfortunately, booze overpower cheers I all know. the time. Morgan, when he gets booed on Sunday, it's not just booing him, I think. I think it's just booing everything that came with drafting him. Okay, two. good. Because, I mean, what did Bagley personally do? Right. I mean, some would say, well, his dad said some things and he didn't say him. something back publicly. The The worst thing he probably did during his time in Sacramento happened what? about a year and eight days ago. What? And that was when he was asked to check into a game and he oh, said no. God, was that really that a year and eight days it was ago? November 10th. Oh my God. Seven days ago. Who are you? I, I don't just, I didn't. Weirdo. I, look, I, lo, I was looking it up okay. the other day okay. and I saw, I was like, wow, that was like a year ago. Um, this guy. You know what I mean? Like yeah. that was probably the worst, but it's like, you have to think about this. It's the frustration that they drafted him to. He didn't live up to expectations. He was hurt a lot. His dad popped off a lot. Right. A ton. The Luca thing. Vlade. It's. It's, it's everything. It's letting it out. It's a frustration thing that they're letting out. And I don't like fine. it, but it is what it is. It, because, like, yeah, I just don't like it because, like, you know, just getting to know him over the years, he's a good guy. And I get it. Like, but he also didn't threaten anyone to draft him. He didn't want this to be his story in the NBA. Like, you work your ass off to to live your dream and get in the NBA, and then that's his identity. Yeah. It sucks, and that's why it's good that he's, like, on his new journey with the Detroit Pistons, and I obviously wish him the best. But, yeah, you're going to hear those boos on Sunday. He was in the starting lineup in their last game. But the I, last game? There was a game tonight against the Clippers. They were pretty close in the fourth quarter. It was starting to end during the... Uh, yeah. Okay. They lost to the Clippers tonight. Um... Bagley 
played 22 minutes, four points, one of five, eight rebounds. He had three fouls. So hopefully everything's okay. I didn't know if he went down in that game. Ooh. Kind of weird minutes for him in the starting lineup. but And obviously no Cade. He's still he's dealing with an injury, but who knows if that means he'll be back on Sunday. Yeah. And if he's back, that's, a, that's another guy that can get crafty. You're going to have to shut him down. Stop trying to. You're not okay. going to sell me on being worried about that game. Well, well, no. we talk about these games no. in the NBA, and it's, we just it is the NBA, and anything can happen. Yeah, you win that game, take care of business, take care of business, and buckle up for the road trip. Let's get to a couple more so super confident. chats. Shout out to Peyton who donated two bucks, saying "Sweet beams, San Antonio." <laughs> I like it. Sweet beams. Marley donates two bucks. If you beam it, they will come. Shout out to Adrian, who also donated. And Donovan, who donated five bucks. And Kenneth, who donated another 50 memberships. Ah! Thanks, and shout Kenneth. out to Christian, Nick, Skybear, uh, Lemon, Nicholas, Benjamin. All new subscribers to our YouTube channel. You Appreciate guys, all the love out thanks. there. Thanks. All the support. It all means so much. Wow. Yeah. No, it's it's awesome. Um <laughs> Yeah, this offense right now is obviously crushing it. And even if they don't keep up this crazy pace, I mean, they're averaging 130 a game during this this stretch. It's pretty absurd. I think they're going to be a really good offensive team. I, You know, like everyone talks about, oh, Herder's number is going to dip. They will. Like, he's not going to shoot 50-plus percent from three right. this year. But... Would you be surprised if he was a 40% three-point shooter? No, and 40% is great. It is. And you know what else is great? When there's multiple threats out there, right? Because then, okay, you're going to see teams do their homework, understand who they got to stay on, who's the biggest threat. Boom, let's do that. They're going to make adjustments as well. There's some really good teams in this league. But when there's nights that other guys can step up and they can't plan for those guys, and it's like, okay, who do we defend at this point? That's going to be the exciting time. And I think this Kings roster is now starting to show more and more with these wins that the depth is there. And whenever I say this is a good team and the depth is there, I'm not saying that they – that. <laughs> This is this is where they go to the playoffs. You got to make your tweaks. You're still lacking um, so many things that need to be adjusted on this roster. But it's not as it's easier said than done. You said so many things. I don't think they're lacking so many things. I mean, I think rim protection is big, right? Yeah, and, and I, let's say like depth at the wing position. Okay, I just think. Yeah, I mean, I think there's some subtle tweaks they can make down the stretch. But also, I want to see more of this team together. You know, so many people, uh, it's crazy, just like, we're, how many games in the season now? It's 14 games in. The Kings are 8-6, and six, and, I, you know, you're seeing all these trade ideas left and right. It's like, you know, I just want to see this group together for a minute. Let it, let it yeah. blow. Things can change and evolve. I'm with you because I think we're so worried about who can play. If you're going to get rim protection, who can play with DeMontis Sabonis, right? Because you want to be able to have these guys in at the same time, but at the same time, Sabonis is his own identity as a center. You're not going to move his position and make him a four. Yeah, because he can't defend a four. Right. I mean, that's what it right. That's what it comes down to. And I think he's a five. Finding a four that gives you kind of what you need, which is probably a guy that could shoot a three, can be a decent defender, mm -hmm. block a shot, 
I know uh, a name that has come up in our Discord. Uh, everyone, by the way, you should probably go to our Discord if Twitter dies. Is Twitter really going to die? Is this? Is that's that what I've been seeing. I don't know. Okay. I hope not. Um, so weird. One interesting name, it's not like some massive name, though, is Robert Covington from the Clippers. And okay. that would be a guy that I think you can plug in. It can, yeah. He can help you, right? Um, it's just, you know, so, some people brought up like backup fives. And it's like the backup five to me is not going to play substantial enough minutes to justify giving up a ton for. Like, like I, I've seen some Jakob Pertle ideas. I'm like. You're going to trade for Yaka. Yaka Pearl's a really good center. In a this really league. Yeah, good I, center. You're going to play him 15 minutes a night. You can't really play him with Sabonis. Now, if Sabonis starts hitting threes, that maybe you can get away with this sometimes. But defensively, that's where the challenge is against these athletic fours. Yeah. It's just it the, the tweaks that need to be made, like you said, it's you're going to see them more as they start playing some of these teams with mismatches and and we're confused where that rim protection is or who who yeah. what or who you go to what? I mean I still maintain that maybe Keegan can't get there this year to what you think you need to but like that's fair too I think Keegan could be that four for you that's you fair know? too I mean he's athletic enough he's shown some shot blocking ability mm -hmm. this year I think he's a smart enough defensive player he still makes kind of rookie mistakes that you expect but I think he has shown some flashes that you go, oh, I can see that. And the only reason why I bring up any of this now, because this isn't even something that was some we could analyze in the last couple of years. It was more like, break down the whole team. You got to fix so many things. But with this, it's more exciting to think about, okay, where can they build next? Like, what can they do to grow, yeah. to be that better team in the Western Conference to get into the playoffs? and. That's just why we're bringing up some of these examples. If you want to chat with us tonight on the voice chat, you can hop in our Discord. As always, I'll drop the link in the chat right now. You can also join us on Twitter Spaces. Just follow at Deuce Mason. You can hop in and request a chat as well as we reflect on this Kings win. Uh, De'Aaron Fox also talked on Kings TV tonight. Here's what he had to say after another Kings win. His response coming off that big win two nights ago. Um, I think coming into it, um, this is kind of one of those games, you know, they're a younger team, um, you know, not really having expectations to win. And this is a game that you say that's we're supposed to win. And um, I think we came out and I think we hit first. Um, obviously, that team is coached by one of the greatest coaches to ever coach, honestly, any sport. Uh, so you know that they were going to come in. They were going to be ready. They were going to play hard. So uh, for us to come out and win the way that we did, I think is, is, a, is an extreme positive. Love what he just said. It is a game they're supposed to win. You're at home. You got to show up in a big way. And they came out strong, dealt with a little punch back. Spurs have, look, they're one of the youngest teams in the league. It's the youngest team that Popovich has ever coached. Damn. They have major issues, especially being one of the worst defensive teams in the league. Missing Kelton Johnson, guy who's averaging like 23 a game. He's been a nice bright spot for them. But you, they have talent, and they're well coached. So they're going to bring it and, and make it interesting. The Kings did a good job down the stretch. It's like Mike Brown said before the game. He's like, everything they do, they, they do it with passion and they do it they set hard screens they they cut hard they um get up on guys and it's a different style of play because they have to buy into what greg popovich wants them to do and they stay disciplined so even if they have individuals that aren't the best in the league they still know how to go hard at guys 
We also talked about Davion Mitchell's defense yeah. earlier. Here's what Mike Brown had to say about uh, Davion's defense against the Spurs. But uh, I tell you what, the, the game changed uh, because of Davion. Uh, his defense, especially down the stretch uh, in that second half, was unbelievable. Unbelievable. Um, I, it, it, you know, I, I've been in the league 31 years, I think, now, and there's only two players that I can think of that when they pick up full court, uh, nobody wants to dribble up against them. Obviously, we saw that from Davion tonight. And then uh, GP2, uh, Gary Payton the second. Same thing, you know, when he's on the floor and he's picking up full court. Uh, That's some high praise. It is. And it's, I mean, it's true. It, the, the defense that Davion was playing tonight was absolutely game-changing at times. And the energy that it gave to an entire arena yep. is just fantastic. The appreciation for his defense is so real in this town. Shout out to everyone watching us live. I put a poll question. The Kings have won five straight. Do you believe 77% of people said yes, this year is different. Okay. 20% said feeling good, but not there yet. 3% say nope, long way to go. That 3% has been there consistently. It's a 3%. It's so cute. I'm it's just so telling cute. you. You'll it's never been believe. There. Um, yeah, I mean, it's a long year. This team is going to go through bumps, and that's okay. You just have to get through it. And I think why I'm most encouraged, and I think I said this last night, chap, is they took a punch early in the season, being 0-4. Then they took punches in games, and they handled it. Guys have gone through ups and downs, and they've gone through it. Sabonis couldn't make a free throw. Barnes couldn't make a free throw. These guys are improving. Fox has taken a step. Fox is, I think, mentally in the best spot he has been in years ever in the nba i think we were dead on with how we were feeling about him last year where we're like God, what's going on man and was it the frustration of the the roster not improving like he wanted it to right it's like hey they drafted halliburton and then they draft avion it's like wait draft more point guards it's like when aaron Rodgers and they draft jordan love aaron yeah Moore. backup quarterback i need some weapons you know, my backup, I'm in my prime. And I think it took De'Aaron a while to get out of that. Then they make the Sabonis trade. And it's that Sabonis trade for with Halliburton is going to be one we we analyze for years to come. Sure. Help. There's, you know, people on social media who analyze it every time Tyrese hops on the floor. <laughs> it's going to be even crazier at the end of this month when Tyrese Halliburton comes Ooh. to town. But trading him for Sabonis, you not only got Sabonis, you have unlocked the potential of De'Aaron Fox. You've been able to make other moves around him. So, you know, everyone wants to know, hey, who won the trade, blah, blah, blah. Well, I mean, if Indiana wins six championships, I think we know who won it. But if both teams are competitive, like, Halliburton's going to be a good player in this league. But if Fox is, takes a if step in an all-star, and Sabonis yes. is at that level and the Kings are winning, it could be if, great for both teams. If, I know that's not popular to say. No, and well, and that's the thing, though. Sometimes everything isn't just black or white, right? Yeah. Especially in sports where you can... After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. 
You are a fighter. And Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Trick responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Analyze a trade for, sure, the individuals, but also how does it elevate an entire team, an entire roster? Yeah. And I think that's what you're seeing with the Sacramento Kings right now. I'm probably right in the chest. Uh, off night is the only player that consistently can stay in front of his man. I mean, he's really good at that. Uh, Devin says Kings are getting the four seed. Oh, don't. That would be too exciting. You can't even tease me with that at this point. Are you even teased? I'm not even teased with that. Uh, Mike says uh, the game has slowed down so much for Fox. It's deadly. Yeah. Are you seeing that? Yes. I will. I, no, exactly. That's a great way to break it down. That's exactly it. It's, it's how he sees things before they happen. For example, there was even a play where he saw that, okay, I'm getting the ball out of bounds or wherever it was, and all the Spurs players are back on their heels, not even turned around. He chucked it down to Chemezi Metu for an easy two. He's just seen shit really quick at a high level. It is so fun to see your star player doing that. We'll get more of the chat. I want to hop in Discord for a second, check yeah. in with uh, one of our loyal Discord people, one of the OGs who is probably one of the most active people in our Discord. Yeah. Throwing out trade ideas left and right. <laughs> Sometimes I feel like he doesn't enjoy it. Aww. But you know what? Other times I know he does because he's locked in. He's the one and only Sacramento Dave. What's up, Dave? Hey, what's going on? Um, it's late. <laughs> Dude, I, sure. one, I am so proud of you for staying up late because you don't usually stay up late for night chats. I usually don't, but this is a good win. Oh. oh, what did you like about it? Well, the most important thing for this win to me was like most people were pretty frustrated in the middle of the game. They're like, oh, man, San Antonio really shouldn't be hanging with the Kings. But I'm like, it's going to go one of two ways. Either the Kings are good and they close out like a good team would, which happens to the Kings every year before this one. Where, you know, we'd be in the game. Oh, it's real close to the fourth. We're real excited. And then, you know, we're down 15 in two minutes. That's kind of what the Kings did to the Spurs tonight. So, it's a feel-good game there. Yeah. It, it really is. Um, your expectations, have they changed at all for this team now during the stretch? Or are you still kind of those in that cautiously optimistic category? For me, I'd say, like, I'm pretty cautiously optimistic. Uh, the Kings have won five straight. They're going to work on six here versus the Pistons. They're kind of at a favorable schedule here, which is really good because they had an 0-4 start, and the fact that they came back from that is really impressive to me, like, so quickly. Um, they all kind of believed in the team, and Fox has just been plugged into the Matrix. Like, it's been so easy for him to just change games. And so I didn't really expect that because Fox has never really been that guy Yeah, that would, like, change a game. He kind of just was, like, a really good volume player. Like, he put up points and stuff, but, like, the team wasn't, like, that much better when he was on the floor that compared to, like, most other superstars. But now the team's actually better when he's on the floor significantly. And so that's kind of a big step in the direction. And the fact that the Kings got three of the top ten best spot-up shooters in the Oof. league um, from last year. So they Barnes was one of them from last year. Then they got Herder and Monk, who were two more of the top ten guys. 
and they add Keegan Murray, and then Domas and Fox are drawing so much attention that these guys are just getting open shots all game. Like the the Nets couldn't contest a single three all last game. Like they didn't even close. Like the Kings were just shooting open threes. They couldn't close on anyone because they had to worry about Fox and Domas like the whole game. They just couldn't close a single three. And then when they're down by thirty, they just like stopped trying to close on threes. Yeah, having some serious threats is pretty amazing. But just going back to what you even said about De'Aaron Fox, it's like you said, the the jump he took with his growth and every single aspect of his game this season is pretty wild. I, I think I was saying it the other night when I was like, yeah, I was expecting it maybe with... Um, the way his his vision or his playmaking ability, maybe his defense was going to take a little step up. You're truly seeing it in every aspect of his game, and that is making the entire team that much better as well. And I, I don't, I I mean, could he become like a most improved player of the year candidate? Yeah, it's it's going to be crazy, I think, this year because there's a lot of guys, I think, are taking jumps. I mean, you look at what Shea Gilgis-Alexander's oh doing. Oh, S- And by the way, Dave here is one of the biggest SGA fans oh, no out way. there. But watching him last night and that Wizards game. The big shot. Calmly just bearing that three. He's been great in all categories. Yep. Defensively, he's locked in. OKC's been really competitive. I mean, he's... Dude, Probably he's an be an MVP yeah, candidate, I mean, though. Well, yeah, they don't win enough, but I hear what you're saying. Yeah, yeah, but, yeah. yeah, I mean, I think Fox is going to have a chance if he keeps playing like this, for sure. Yeah, and obviously Fox will have a chance at All-Star. It's really tough in the West to be an All-Star guard. I mean, he's competing with guys like, you know, Dame and, and Doncic and, you know. SGA, Steph. Um, like, Steph, they're going to yeah, be in the mix. So many people. Um, <laughs> You know, CJ McCollum's been really good mm-hmm. this year. Devin uh, Booker. Yeah. You know? uh, so it's it's really tough to make All-Star as a guard in the West. I mean, he can still play at an All-Star level and not make the team, which is completely normal. Yeah. But I would say that because Dame missed the team how many times? John Morant. There's someone else in the, in the yeah, chat. Yeah, John, too. Yeah, He's, like, geez. playing at MVP level. And so uh, as far as Fox's All-Star bid or Domas's All-Star bid, I, that is not so much. That's the an award that they'll get if they win a lot. Yeah. So if the team's like way above 500, then one of them will be an all-star. I agree. I completely agree. And for me, the biggest thing where the team could sustain the success is that you have a couple guys, uh, some of the younger guys who are just not playing their best right now who could really improve. And that's Davion and Keegan Murray. Yep. And we've seen a lot more from Keegan Murray. Uh, and you know, he, he hasn't been great to start the season. I mean, obviously he's got a lot going on and, um, you know, if Kevin Herter drops off, which he's not going to shoot 52% from three sure. the whole season. And it, we still have Keegan Murray there, who's, in my opinion, is definitely going to get better. And Davion's been really struggling to fill his new role. And tonight we just saw him be off night. I mean, he hasn't been off night. Like, I, I feel like with him, he's he's the type. Morgan, I don't know what you think about this. And Dave, thanks for checking in, dude. We're gonna get yeah, to my no other problem. view. Appreciate you being here. here. Thanks, yeah. Dave. Um, Davion really is the type that needs minutes. We talked about this. It's hard yeah. for him to play in these like tight four minute chunks. He wants to get out and stretch his legs yep. a little bit. I think when he gets extended run, that's when he's like, I'm feeling myself. I feel like I'm in a rhythm. So I think that has been an adjustment for him. But the way you stay yeah. on the floor, 
consistently is play like you did tonight. Get in the guys. Be be that impact, that game changer in that role. And I think he understands that. I know he understands that. But I also believe that that's when everything else will just keep coming to him, especially on the offensive end. You're seeing he's got some mad handles, right? And now he's just got to find a way to keep being efficient with those handles. Are you really even a threat at times? Well, become that threat a little bit more in those minutes that you're playing because that's how you'll stay out there on the floor. Couple of shout outs tonight. Yeah. One, Keon Ellis was warming up tonight oh in Stockton. Gets a call late. Hey, get up to Sacramento. He gets up to Sacramento. Get some NBA run tonight. I know it was only the final man of the game, but whatever. The guy was warming up to play a G League game. Gets called up to go play in Sacramento. And then Chima Moneki, who was a, was assigned to Stockton, he got um, called back today. He scored his first NBA bucket. And so cool. And did you see who the assist was from? KZ Akpala with just a sexy-ass pass to Chima. I'm so happy for them. Those are the cool moments. And for someone like Chima who has been, you know, trying to get to the league, that's a big deal. Um, it's it's really cool for him. I'm, I'm really happy for Chima Moneki who gets to the league. He's been grinding and scores your first bucket, and it's in a win. Yeah. I mean, dreams just coming true for some younger guys, for guys that have been grinding and uh, – they deserve it. And the 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 Kings roster did a great job of getting them there so they could get and see those minutes. Wait, shout out to Ray-Bans, to Jason, to Steven. And those guys subscribed. Then you got Kenneth who just super chatted $50. He says, I'm a 3%er. I'm in the 3%. Nope, long way to go. Nice adjustment after an 0-4 start. But these are the Kings. So until I see it, they can't hurt me. Damn, Kenneth. Damn. Yeah. Okay. Good to know. Now I know who's voting in that 3% every time. Also tonight, because I feel like, you know, it's a celebration a bit tonight. The Ooh. Kings have won five in a row. Oh. Um, on our website, deuceandmo.com, if you click on merch, you could see all of our merch. We got new merch. We got a ton of stuff, including the shirt I'm wearing right now and our new logo, Night Chat shirts. Tonight through the weekend. Guess what, Morgan? What? Use promo code BEAM. Like... Light the beam, beam, all caps, beam. You get 20% off tonight through the next day till the next game. We've got zip ups. We got night chat shirts and hoodies. The new Deuce and Mo logo hoodies. Variations of it. Our alternate shield Deuce and Mo logo. We got the Deuce and Mo Tower Records. We got some old school <laughs> stuff. We got the Deuce and Mo NWO style. We've got beer glasses, stickers, mugs. We got it all. It's all at deuceandmo.com. 20% off tonight. Use promo code BEAM. Do you know how to spell that? B-E-A-M. BEAM. Like light beam. But also, everyone, my family already knows because they watch Night Chat, but I bought everyone do some Mo gear for Christmas. So you're welcome. We are... In the process, the early stages of discussing some beam-related merch. Absolutely. I mean, how we don't want to rush it. We don't want to rush it. We don't have a full-time designer uh, on our team. Morgan's sister is an awesome designer, but she also has eight hundred other projects and a full-time job. Correct. So it's like, hey, can you do this for us? It's you know, it's she, she's got a lot going on. Yeah, she's no. done all of her stuff. The only thing she hasn't done 
Is it's that? It's a Tower Records one. That was I all did. Deuce. Yeah, but all of the logos, she's done. Amazing. Well, yeah. except the Deuce and Mill NWO one. That was Tim. Oh, yeah, dude. Tim, yeah. artist awesome. behind us, all yeah. the paintings behind us. Uh, amazing. Yeah, so just go to deuceandmo.com. Click on merch. Uh, Morgan, next up, the Kings play the uh, the Pistons. We kind of hit on the game. Yeah. They got to win that game, right? It's a weird 3 o'clock start time. They hit the road after that. They go at Memphis, at Atlanta, at Boston for a three-game trip before coming home for the Suns and Pacers. So, you're hitting the road. Yeah. Things are going to get a little tougher. Some tough teams. You want you want to end end your little home stretch nice and neat. Yes, right? Yes, get, yes. get a good win against the Pistons. And then when you hit the road, tough times ahead. Adversity is going to hit. What's Keegan going to look like when he comes back from his back? You know, all those little things. So I'm just hoping that the Kings uh, can remain confident in their play like they're doing right now. Yeah. Just hang around 500. That's the goal. Just hang around 500. Keep it interesting. Let's check in tonight with a person I gave the longest intro in history to. Are you sure you want to do it right yeah, now? Yeah, because I'm that confident he's okay. here. Last time I pumped him up as this basketball genius. He's 16 years old. He just got his driver's license. He's feeling good. He's going to be driving down to Golden One Center to look at the beam one of these nights as he drives himself to a Kings game Ooh. for the first time. He is a future NBA general manager. And last night, Chad, I did this long setup, and he was asleep. Nighty night. Welcome to the show, Praneel. What's up, Praneel? So I'm all awake this time. I promise I'm awake this time. I'm so proud of you. I'm so proud of you. I'm ready for you to drop your basketball wisdom on us tonight. How are you feeling after the Kings have won five in a row and eight of their last ten? I'm feeling great. Um, last time after we blew the nets out by 32, I got damn sleepy and I had like my phone out and I was going to join in, but then I just never joined in because I was fast asleep. But like, yeah, I'm starting to get like grandma nighttime. So, um, luckily I have a calc test tomorrow, so I'm up studying and I can't sleep. So I'm yeah. like, you know what? Let's take a break. Cause I'm like churning out differentiation problems now. Cause it's differentiation now, but yeah, we're, 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 we're still doing calc. But it's still we're still we're still awake at least. That's good. I'm glad you're awake. Um, how's it feel to have your driver's license, by the way? <laughs> it's great. I mean, I'm like I talked about this in like um the spaces, but like I get to like just hang out with my friends um whenever I want. I just tell my dad, yo, dad, I'm gonna go hang out with friends. And then like I actually volunteer um at our local middle school for like debate. I coach debate and like the other day I literally went by myself to coach and then I was like talking to one of the kids about something i was like telling them dropping some debate knowledge on them and then i literally just got in my car and left it was kind of cool because like normally i have to wait for my dad to come pick me up and then i have to sit around the middle school just waiting for my dad to pick me up but this time i just got to leave when i want whenever i wanted to so it was kind of cool hell yeah man that's awesome that's um, really cool hey, give us a can you give us one public speaking or debate tip for people um i guess this is like the easiest thing it's just that if, if you if you are scared of like speaking in front of like a crowd look in the center just look right in the center look like find some place on the oh. opposing wall and just look right there and it'll look like you're looking around but in reality you're just looking straight ahead yeah. and that way people people will never realize that wow um you're scared when you're just just looking forward it's like if, if you're scared to see people in the eye just look forward Jeez, way to do it. Yep. no that's such a simple one and i'm honestly it's not that I'm like scared of public speaking, but sometimes I get nervous when I know people are watching me and 
Ser- you, you know you host pre and post game. No. And your NBC ratings are the highest they've been in like 15 hey, years. Hey, I like that. No, but I'm serious. You guys, there's this, the WebEx hits that I have to do at, at, at the NBC studios. Everyone in the studio is kind of watching you and they're live. I get really nervous. So then I just, I, I do need to start just staring ahead and pretend that no one else is in there. So thanks, Pernille. <laughs> I, I thrive off a crowd. I know but you do. here's the thing. If I'm in a if talking to Mike and I can't hear myself, like oh. there have been times where like I've been doing a show, like whatever radio or what, and you, I'm like I can't really hear myself. I lose confidence. I mm. have to hear my voice. Yeah, it's weird. You just love anyway. your voice anyway. Enough about now. that. Appreciate the advice, uh, Perniel. What's jumping out to you right now during this hot stretch for the Kings? I mean, I think everyone's talked about this, but like Davion looked amazing. Mm. It was beautiful. And then one thing I really liked was the lineups Mike Brown threw out. I mean, we had no Keegan, so. You had less forward depth, and Casey Okpala has been a little bit in the doghouse, and that's fine. That's okay. So what did Mike Brown do? He threw out three guards. And then, obviously, the Spurs team is a team that lacks guards, especially with no Malachi Branham, who's, I think, we have Mr. Showtime, who's a big Malachi Branham guy in our Discord. But, yeah, um, no Malachi Branham, no Blake Wesley, who's another one of my guys. I love Blake Wesley a lot. Um, And then they have a ton of weird guards. Jordan Hall, who I literally had not heard of until today. was playing big-time minutes. Um, Trey Jones was their only actual point guard, if you're talking, like, positional-wise. And they had Sohan, who I love a lot, too. Sohan looked great, by the oh, way. Man. But Sohan was running point guard. And, I mean, Sohan, for all the love I give him about his passing and his developing, like, just ability as, like, a young player, he's not a point guard. Let's face it. He can play yeah. point guard and stretches, but, like, if he's your backup point guard, you're not going to win games. And... Mike Brown took advantage of that where he threw a bunch of guards out and that flustered Sohan because Sohan's not used to being defended by guys like Davion Mitchell who are hounding him at the ball or like guys like De'Aaron Fox who are hounding him when he has the ball. And then on offense, what happened was we would get the ball and we'd just run in transition and they could not keep up with us towards the end of the game because they didn't have point guards. And then also De'Aaron Fox portrayed Jones in the blender like 18 times. He'd like get the ball and like the... He get them on like the mid post. He'd back him up, and then just fade away and hit like a shot in his face. It was like beautiful, and Fox was ridiculously efficient too. So it was really really nice. I think that's the other thing that has to be talked about more. You know, I mentioned this over the last five games that they're sixth in pace and all the high scoring numbers. They have been so committed to pushing the ball, and it's not easy to do. And obviously, with Fox, he is the he's capable of pushing the ball. But yeah. I think they tire some of these teams out with not only the way they push, but the way they move the ball. How many times this year have we seen them make like six extra passes? You guys, they, the ball movement's gorgeous. They're playing so under control, even with pushing the pace. And I think sometimes what yeah. you see is guys try to play fast and then chaos starts to be created. And instead for this King squad, they're playing under control and running their lanes with discipline, even in transition. I think something that's really interesting is like whenever the Kings, normally whenever you're up in a game, you're told to slow down the pace. You're told to milk the clock, right? Um, this is something that I've been taught throughout my entire life playing AU basketball. It's like you're supposed to slow down the game. You're up by 10 with four minutes to go. You slow down the game. But the Kings did the exact opposite. It's really cool to see because what we do is we start going faster. We pick up the pace. We literally go down the, the other team's throats. And I was talking to my dad last night because he was actually watching a game, which shocked me because it was on TNT. But like <laughs> in the yeah. next game, in the next game, we were like up by like 20. My dad was like, slow down the pace. We're up, slow down the pace. And I was telling him the exact opposite. What this team is good at is 
running running and going fast. If you run and go fast, the other team won't know what hit him. We'll be up by like, it'll be like a five-point game before you know it, 40-point game. It's out of reach. And like the way this team sets them apart is that we can lull around. We can be patient. We can like stick around in games. But like when you hit that stretch, when you hit that 20-point lead, whenever like in this first game, actually, we were like tied, I think somewhere in the fourth. We went on that run, boom, 20-point lead. They don't know what happened. We win the game. Yep. Those type of runs, those type of like, this team can just go out and start running and the other team can't get back in transition and you just win the game based off of that. And like that transition ability, that passing ability, that ball movement that we see offensively really coming to shape is what sets this team apart. It's because you can just go really, really fast and the other team can't really stop that. And how crazy you guys that this is just the beginning of the season and where it the the potential of where it can grow it's just it's so fun yeah. and the fox shooting numbers i look i know they'll probably drop a little bit okay he's shooting 55% from the field right now <clears throat> that's a, obviously a career high he's shooting 37 and a half percent from 3 on 5 attempts a game that's the highest percentage he has had since his second year in the nba so it is a career high too He's shooting 82% from the free throw line. My only pet peeve with Fox so far yeah. has been just like, and it's not even his fault some of the time. I just want him to get to the line more. He's taking just under five attempts per game. 6.4 assists, nearly five rebounds. And the, that, that, that five rebound number is a career high too. He wow. is playing some exceptional basketball right now, finishing at the rim. The mid-range game is elite. We've, we saw that last year too, but now it's like, it's the complete package. Mm -hmm. When you're be able when you can do it at all three levels <laughs> and then even defensively he's picked up and that crashing the boards. Dude, yeah, it's it's been fantastic. And also with with like Prino's talking about with the pace, it's like they get out and go. It's not just De'Aaron. It's like whoever gets a rebound, let's get it. Sabonis is so good. Sometimes he brings up the ball. It's it's getting it up the floor as fast as you can. And sorry, one more thing, Pernil, too, because I, I appreciate his rebounding ability because Steph Curry right now, he's the second leading rebounder on on the Golden State Warriors, <laughs> right? Like you well, That's I know. No, no, I know you say that, but at the same time, it's because he is—he's a rebounding machine as well. Like he yeah, gets yeah, in yeah. there, he knows how to to uh, you know grab a board and attack the glass. And I just appreciate that when it comes from guards. Yeah, I also laughed that last night. Draymond Green uh, and Wiggins each had two rebounds in the game. Pool mm -hmm. had two. So good job. Curry had nine. Good, good job. Good job. Damian Lee had more rebounds okay. than like those guys combined. <laughs> yeah. Damian Lee had more, more rebounds combined than pool green and Wiggins. Yeah. I was watching that warriors game and it was like, it Curry had 50 and they were down by 16. And it's like, I, I watched like for some weird amount of reason. I watch a lot of warriors games when I have free time. And it's like, that team's issues are not just like play being bad. It's like any single lineup that they throw out with their bench just doesn't make sense. Anthony Lamb, I literally don't know what he does on the basketball court. I thought it like be like a pseudo Draymond Green without the passing or defense. That's literally all he does. He's just yeah. like a space waster that's at screen. And like no offense to Anthony Lamb, but man, he just doesn't do what they need. And Moody, for some reason, the doghouse, when Moody can solve so many problems with like the ball handling issues on the second unit, Dante DiVincenzo is like the only actually plus defender on that second unit. James Wiseman is not playing good. No. Kaminga should be playing more, but they don't play him. It's like 
it's it's mind boggling to me. And like yeah, they, Michael Green, I thought would be good, and he's been bad too. The Warriors just don't look good, man. No, they and they've struggled to find the balance of playing to win now and developing at the same time. And then you miss on draft picks. Like I'm Dude. sorry, like Wiseman is a miss, and he could tur- still turn mm-hmm. it around. I'm not burying the guy, but he's head to the G League. Like this guy did play three games in college, and he's been a non-factor in the NBA. And meanwhile, you had a chance, you liked Halliburton, you didn't take him. Ball was there. You could have taken him. Th- those are misses, right? And even with Kaminga and Moody, I think there is pressure from Lakeup to like, hey, we drafted these guys. We got to play them. Like, and we don't want to spend a whole bunch of money. Let's get them on rookie deals. And I think they thought those guys would be more ready now to contribute. And they're not. They're not. And I don't think they feel like they can be patient either. So they're stuck in this weird mode where it's like Steph is still at the height of his powers in so many ways. Yeah. Draymond's been dipping. Clay is clearly not the same guy. Jordan Poole hasn't been He's consistent. He's been so disappointing this yeah. year. And it's like, all right, well, it's turned into the Steph Curry show. And he's fun to watch. He still does amazing things, but they don't have much else. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And like losing Otto and yeah. GP yeah. is so bad for that team. I mean, it's clear that Curve wants to go to a defensive IQ guy off the bench, and then he's like, wait, where is that? I can't find it. And then he's stuck with playing Anthony Lamb. That's what I was going to say. And he's, he's getting he's getting this intensity from Lamb, but like, it's not your identity of basketball when you have you putting yeah. him next to Steph Curry, right? He's not even the best yeah. Lamb out there. Jeremy's available. You know? Okay. Right. <laughs> uh, Pernil, dude, good luck on the test, man. Thanks for uh, checking in. Yeah, for sure, for sure. All right, see you guys. Bye, Pernil. Also, shout out to 2K. He donates two bucks. Thank you, 2K. 2K. What did I say? You said two bucks. Uh, Two bucks times five is $10, Morgan. You interrupted me. 2K says, just got back from the game. One thing I took away is I love Davion. Stats don't jump out, but I love his defensive effort. Coming out from the beginning of the fourth and was clamping up. I love that guy. Mm. Also, shout out to the guy. I missed him. I should have mentioned it earlier. Guy watches from Lithuania tonight. Ah, so whatever time it is in Amazing. Lithuania, he's all fired up about the Kings and Sabonis, yeah. as you should be. <laughs> uh, Paul says that kid knows his stuff. Yeah, Pernil does. Dude, Pernil is the best. I love breaking down the game with him. Uh, Lithuania media t- uh, tells that you s- are still angry about the Halliburton Sabonis trade. Is this true, or you or are they telling lies? Uh, we're not, I don't think we've ever been angry, but um, no, I think some people are are upset about it, but no. Um, Aldrin wants to know, do some more serious question. Can we bring lightsabers to Golden One Center? Um, I don't know. It's a great question. Yeah. I we mean, can, we can, that's the noise in the background. Yeah. There we go. We should find out though. Uh, also, it's 10 a.m. in uh, Lithuania. So Ooh, cool. good morning. Good morning. Happy Kings win. Can you see the light beam from there? And also thank you, Melissa, for the two dollar donation. Thanks, Melissa. Give me a hell yeah. Thank you, everyone. So cool, you guys. Yeah, make sure to hit the thumbs up. Let's get the five hundred thumbs up before we get out of here tonight. Rahul's been waiting a while. Rahul, are you there? Oops, hold on. Rahul. What's up, Hello. man? Yes. Hey, what's going on, man? My voice is dead. It's you, your voice sounds fine. Yeah, yeah. I was shouting a lot tonight. It was it was a lot of fun. You know, it's funny. It doesn't sound like you've been shouting no. at all to be honest. Your voice sounds on a hundred percent normal. I think that's you know how sometimes you shout aloud and, and you get that deep voice. 
I think that's what's happening. Okay. You know? okay. Like, okay. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah, the, the energy in the building tonight, it was it sounded different. loud. That was good. I think I think that the people people in this town are feeling it. They're seeing a difference, and I think people are starting to believe a little bit. Were you honest. were you part of the light the beam chance that were going on toward the end of the game? I'm I'm convinced I started it, but. <laughs> uh, and what about one? Got, more- we got on the jumbotron a couple of times, so that was fun. Well, good for you for that. But another thing I was going to ask about with the energy in the building, could you feel the difference when Davion was up and guys and the entire crowd was just excited and getting into it? Yeah, Kings fans like defense. And I think they haven't had it in a while. And it felt good. Um, I, I, every, everyone was into it. I also think there is just the light the beam thing is so interesting because I think people want to one go outside right after the game to see it turn on. Wow! And then like some people just want to stare at it. It's just this. It's one of the most simple things ever done by a team that is so unique and different. And the other thing that makes it so special, it's not just the fans who are in it in on it. It's like the, the players, players are engaged with that. They love it. Yeah. Mike Brown was asked about it after the game. Actually, should try to find that clip. I think uh, our buddy Matt George tweeted out a clip from ABC Ten talking about it. Uh, here's what Mike Brown had to say about the beam. Got to get a stronger beam so I can see it from my back porch. Whoever's idea it was, please give them a raise or at least two weeks off, one of the two, because it's freaking fantastic. <laughs> I love it. How do you not love that man? I know. Anyway, yeah, I think it's been really cool, Rahul. Oops, I turned you Something down. Something I noticed tonight. Yeah. Uh, what I loved is Terrence Davis well, didn't start out great. I think he deserved the start. Yeah. It wasn't going well. And you see Mike Brown kind of yelling at him up and down the court. And at the end, they're talking at a timeout, and they shake hands. You know, so much respect for Mike Brown. And I might not be – I don't know. I'm going to say it. I, I think Mike Brown is – Bruce Bochy esque with the way he manages that. Oh, well, that's you know funny. How... It's funny actually. Bruce happens to be here tonight. We should. Bruce. Bruce, come in. <laughs> oh yeah. Uh, hey, Rahul. Uh, yeah. You know, I I, I, I like uh, you know Mike Brown. You can really coach him up. I mean, you know how he uh, treats Foxy. Yeah, you know Foxy and all his you know TD. Uh, <laughs> you just gotta like what he does. How's that? Thank you, Bruce. Thanks, Bruce is out of here. Thanks, Bruce. Thank you. Yeah, yeah, Thanks, yeah. Boach. That was really nice. What wow. a legend. Sounds what, just like What him. a legend. I'm shocked that he's here at 11.54 at night. Chris says terrible bits. Joe says it's perfect. <laughs> Clint gives me a dot, dot, dot. Well, uh, you know, uh, you, you're not going to win them all. Oh, I thought he left. No, I thought back. he was gone. Uh, you know, I, I, I like okay. Ducey. Ducey, he's my guy. And, you know, uh, Kings, uh, you may light the bit, light the mother of him being. Anyway. Okay. Anyway, Rahul. Well, appreciate your energy, and I'm so glad that you lost your voice tonight. Um and yeah, it's just it's been a fun time. So thank you so much for joining us. All right, look forward to seeing you on Sunday. See All ya. Right, see ya, man. Thanks for checking in. Uh, we also have a Lakers fan checking in the chat, saying that the Lakers are better, and it's kind of funny right now. It's like it's cute. That is funny. Why would you say that right now? Like, I would definitely, I would definitely not say that um, right now. <laughs> what is up, Ron? 
Welcome into Night Chat with Juice and Mo. Ron, are you there? Oh man, Ron, Ron's been waiting. I feel bad. Ron, going once, going twice. So we'll try oh. to go back to you. Uh, you know, it wouldn't be a night chat if we didn't get to our guy, Morgan Reagan. Gotta I know you saw guy. him tonight. Of course I did. <laughs> Welcome him in. He is the one and only Nick who's got a big smile because he witnessed in person another Kings win. Does that mean we get a Nick dance tonight, Nick? Oh, Get up! Get up! Give us a dance! Yeah, Nick! Shut up and dance with me. Oh, oh we didn't hear your 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 plug. Yeah, you're not doing your phone right. We'd light the beam. Yeah, yeah light the beam. Light the beam. Light the beam. Light the beam. Light the laser. Have a why not? Light the beam. Why not? Light the beam. Okay. There you go. Okay. Light the laser. Oh. So, uh, what, what do you think about the game tonight, man? I feel I felt it was pretty great tonight that we won the game. Hey, Detroit Pistons, you're next. Oh. Oh. You're next. Nick, you got me hyped. So you're you're coaching the Kings. You're in the locker room. You, you, what are you saying to them about the Pistons? Detroit Pistons lost tonight. They lost to the Clippers. Yeah. 96 to 91. And they're, do you know the... Detroit is three and thirteen right now. <laughs> Losers. They are trash. Whoa! Oh my God, Nick is fueling himself. Yeah, right he now. is. I'm all for it, Nick. Inject that energy into me. You're feeling good. The beam is lit, and you're fired up. Yes, and you know, and Detroit plays the Lakers on the 18th. <laughs> well, good luck. Huh? Yeah. Loser. Yeah. Duh. Who do you root for in that game, right? <laughs> hey, the Kings are going to blow them out. Why not blow them out? Oh. Why not? I love that we went from why not win to why not blow them out. Ooh. Hell yeah, Nick. Give me a hell yeah. And that game is at three o'clock. It is, Nick. It is. Are you going to be there? Yes, I will. All right. All right. Well, are. we'll see you at the game on uh, Sunday then, man. Hey, I, I got to see Morgan. I got her picture. I got a picture taken from Morgan tonight. I know. We yeah, did. I, we, Nick, we when, when you hand your phone to random people to take a photo, you got to say, hey, can you please take this photo? And then you say thank you after. Yes. All right. Yeah, all right. Well, sleep dreams, all right? Sleep dreams. Or, 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 or Nick, should we say sleep beams? Sleep <laughs> <laughs> No, right. sleep dreams. <laughs> All right, see you, man. Why not? I was Stockton. Why not? Stockton won tonight. Shout out to Stockton. They beat South Bay tonight. Namias Keda had four fouls in the first half. Picked up his fifth and in the early third. He played the entire fourth quarter with five Ooh. fouls. And the Kings got the win without Keon Ellis, without Chima Moneki. Shout out Wes Owandu. Shout out um, Nimi, who played well. DJ? DJ yeah. had some nice moments tonight, too. Um, yeah, they were shorthanded, played with like nine guys and got the job done. Wow. So, all right, man. Hey, th thank you. Hey, it's, a good, it's a good night. It's Stockton one. Sacramento Kings one. Yeah. Sleep dreams, night. man. Sleep dreams. Sleep dreams. Right. There's there's Nick. Sleep Dude, dreams. Dude, Nick is Nick getting that fired up. 
Oh, I've he, never seen him that fast. Probably because we've never seen the Kings this good. Guys, in, in the chat. Time. Yeah, the chat's popping too. I'm, when Nick is that fired up, yeah. doesn't it just get you a little more like... It kind of does. What What is he like in his in his basketball league that he's in? You oh. think he gets that fired up? Oh. he. You know how many special Olympics gold medals he has hanging on his wall? Yeah, he is the Kurt Engel of Special Olympics basketball. Don't oh, mess it's with true. Nick. It's true. It's damn true. Adrian says, stay humble, Nick. Why not? Stay humble. Kings beating Detroit by 15. Derek says, I like this fired up, Nick. Yes. I love it. Nick's oh, the best. Great. That's amazing. I had someone at the end of the game go, why not? And they're like, oh, I wish Nick was still here. I feel like I would be in the presence of a celebrity. <laughs> yeah, he's, he's a huge Pretty deal. famous. Can't miss him either. He's like 6'12". What's up, Ron? Oh, hey, am right. I here? Am I coming through this time? Yes, yeah. you are. We, we got you back, man. Coming back from the Bay Area. I can see the beam from my mind's eye, gentlemen, my ladies. Hell yeah. Can you really? <laughs> Not really. Oh, <laughs> come on. But hey, I told you, it's in my mind's eye. I can't okay. see it physically, but okay. I can. I, 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 I feel it. I just wanted to shout out to, you know, it was a great game, but I wanted to say, like, I think there there was a point where we were, like, really trigger happy at the three, and Harrison Barnes got to the line, and every time he gets to the line when we're in trouble, it, it's... It's been solid. I mean, he yeah. was seven of eight from the line, and I think he has 16 points, very unsung. So many Kings fans are, are saying that we need to trade him, but I think he is so steady. He's someone that we need defensively, and I think we, you know, we, we, really, we really need to appreciate what he does on the court sometimes, you know? Yeah, and I think you know, a lot of times when we talk about players, it's so easy to point out their flaws, and mm -hmm. I think defensively there's obviously some shortcomings with him depending on the matchup but yeah. what he's been able to do rebounding the ball what he's able to do like in the locker room as a leader too and he's playing much better he got off to a really slow start shooting and he's dipped he's gotten that number up to just under 44 percent the three-point percentage is going to take some time to come back up because yeah. he got off to such a slow start tonight hb was one of three from downtown um, and he's averaging now 11.6 points a game. Uh, the free throw percentage is jumping up too. It's at 83. See, Morgan. and you guys, his ability, like you said, to crash the boards has just been um, such a fantastic thing that he's been adding to the squad. And I know when things are down and they were losing and he wasn't showing up, of course he was going to get a lot of blame. But it's funny because then when he has consistent, just solid games like we want him to have on this squad, he doesn't always get all the love that he deserves as well. So I'm glad that you're bringing him up, Ron. Yeah, yeah. I I just think, um, you know, when he does bad and he, he disappears, everybody's all over him. And But then when he has solid games like he has in the last few games – you know, I think uh, we 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 don't talk about him, yeah. and I, and, and he is one of the most consistent players on our team who can get to the line. Now that is something that is, you know, really valuable to our team because when I mean we can hit the three like nobody's business, but when that's not going down, I noticed like Barnes was like, all right, we gotta go, I gotta go in, and so did Sabonis. Like Sabonis, Fox, and Barnes are the only ones I could say like go to the line on a consistent basis every game, and. And and that's very valuable when you're not knocking down the threes, that's right? Good. No, it's a, yes, it's absolutely a great point and something that should be acknowledged, especially now that he's knocking them down. I wanted to pull up 
some king's numbers when it comes to um, free throw attempts. I'm going to guess. I, lo- I just love Deuce like searching for this in the advanced stats right now. It's yeah. pretty pretty efficient. Um, okay, so after tonight, the leader in free throw attempts a game for the Kings, Sabonis is at six and a half. Just behind him is, at, is Fox right under five. And then Barnes is third on the team at 4.4. Yeah, so, mm. yeah. 4.4. Yeah. And, and it, people are saying that this was kind of an ugly win and i'm i'm like wow that wasn't the laker game this was a fairly solid win we it, i it agree I, I completely agree there were ugly moments in this game yeah. where it looked a little chaotic yeah, but, but that's not that, an ugly win that's like it, how are you gonna say it's an ugly win it's, no it's nba basketball and i you know what you, you scored 41 points in the fourth quarter and you close the game right and you score 130 yeah. in the game and the adjustments won, that were made yeah that's you won that's, by 18 that's the thing you're gonna have moments where a team another team goes on a run or figures something out in in and they're also an NBA team. So, yeah, they're going to have their moments as well. But if you can adjust to their moments and then capitalize on when things are even better and going in your direction, like you're seeing this King squad understand how to win at the end of games. And right there is a team growing in the right direction. Yeah, I'm just going to say, you know, I hope we – another game with Detroit got to win that, you know, it's one of those pop quiz of the year wins, you know, we uh, small test. I wouldn't say it's like a major test. It's just a small test. Well, it's just, you know, you know we, it's, it's a test from the to, standpoint that, you know, when, the, if this team is going to be good, you need to take care of business on the home floor. They got off to a slow yeah. start at home. They've turned that around and you don't want to lose games like the games against Detroit, especially with what's coming up on the road. That, that can be a challenge. Yeah. You know, yeah. Um, so yeah, no doubt about it. Hey man, thanks for checking in. Yeah. Yeah. All right. There's Ron on night chat. Thanks Ron. Man, this is fun, Morgan. This is really fun. And it's just enjoy every moment. There's something I said to you today. I think it was today or yesterday. We were talking about things because believe it or not, when we don't do this podcast, usually we're talking about the Kings or the podcast or something involving Discord or this community, which is just amazing. Just makes me laugh. And it's it's healthy, it's, no, but it's, it's, no, it's, it's very always healthy. it's healthier when they're winning too. Yes. Um one point I wanted to make the the rise is always the most fun part for a team. The come up, right? Think about how Kings fans are feeling right now, winning eight of ten. Enjoy these little moments because they hit differently when you're like a 50 win team every year. And it's like, then you, you know, it's, it's the expectations are high and you're super critical. You know, if you, when you're a 50 win team, like the Warriors right now, dude, like they're, they're, they're maybe the extreme case, but panic you know, buttons being pushed yeah, everywhere yeah, for sure. And it's like, you know, but there are other teams too that maybe aren't as good as maybe they were last year, not trending the same direction, mm-hmm. right? So appreciate these moments when it seems like it's on the rise. Yeah. Because this is when it's fun. It's when you like see improvements. Yeah, it's stuff that you haven't seen for years. Mm-hmm. You're seeing good basketball. I think for me, seeing an offense function like this one is with the ball movement, the motion offense, mixing it up with pick and roll, seeing Fox attack, seeing him dominate, seeing Sabonis dominate, seeing the three-point shooting, that's all exciting. It's the rise that you just enjoy so much and appreciate these moments before you get to that next yeah. point. 
always always it's such a great point because it's so true and it's like people always say always enjoy the journey because the conclusion sometimes isn't as fun so have that perspective of Stay present. the rise staying present yeah i'm gonna also challenge all you guys right here i know i mentioned the schedule earlier yeah don't get caught up in the looking ahead at the schedule game you know, it's fun to do, but when you start really breaking it down, I heard people in this town, people who have a microphone in front of them after the King's little slow start, well, they might start like 2 and 15. And it's the schedule changes. When you looked at the schedule two weeks ago, the Spurs game looked a little more challenging because they got off to a nice start. Mm-hmm. Well, it's a season. There's going to be ups and downs. Ups and down. Guys are going to miss time. You know, the, the Kings apparently got the Warriors at an interesting point in their journey, right? Early yeah. in the season where they haven't figured it out. They got the Miami Heat in an interesting point in their journey. The schedule is very misleading. You definitely need to take it one game at a time. A couple games ahead, maybe a little bit you can look. But don't get caught up in like, oh, this that stretch in March is really hard. No. We'll get there when we get there. And this is what makes the NBA so great because it is becoming more and more unpredictable with some of these teams and when you do see underdogs or other teams on the rise no matter where it is in the nba especially when it's not in the western conference it's fun you guys are the absolute best we can't thank you enough for being a part of this journey with us this season of course we're going to be live after the next game when the kings take on the pistons you know where to come after games you come to night chat we hang out. We have fun. We talk about the highs and lows. Make sure to spread the word. We love you guys so, so, so much. But we got to go. You're all so badass for being here with us every single night. We love you. Thank you so much. See ya. Deuce and mo. Deuce and mo. Deuce and mo. They tell you what they know. Deuce and mo. Deuce and mo. Deuce and mo. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter, and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Trick responsibly, beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional grade industrial supplies. Count on real time product availability and fast delivery. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.